It took nearly a decade and a pandemic, but I think it's safe to say that cloud is now considered a major benchmark of digital transformation. Whether you have fully adopted the cloud or you're just beginning your journey, you may be asking, what's next? I'm your host, Penny Conway, and on today's all-new episode of Connections Tech Experience, I'm sitting down with experts from Beam and Microsoft to answer your questions around cloud security, integration, and my favorite topic, managed services. And Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, Penny. So excited to have you both here because you are newbies to the Connection to Experience podcast. So let's start with Matt. Why don't you do an introduction of yourself, what you do, and what brings you to the podcast today? Yeah, absolutely. So Matt Kaler, I lead global business development for Veeam Software, focusing specifically on the Microsoft Alliance. So work with our top channel partners to make sure that they're enabled to drive solutions for for customers. Excellent. Welcome. We're excited to have you. And Stacy, how about you? Stacy Cody here from Connection. I manage our Microsoft cloud programs here at Connection and most recently have taken on building an Azure managed services practice. Excellent. Exciting. So Stacy, for those listeners out there, Stacy and I have worked together for about five years. So this is really exciting because I have been able to really watch, Stacy, what you've done with our Microsoft Cloud practice. Uh, so really looking forward to digging into sort of what you've done and Matt, sort of that overarching alliance of Microsoft and Veeam and ultimately get to, in our podcast, some solution conversation for what's going on in the world today. So I want to start out because we were having a little bit of conversation before we got started. There has been so much conversation since the pandemic hit about digital transformation and everyone having to, you know, cloud sales are up, you know, a million percent uh, collaboration tools across the board or what everyone's looking for. And over the past couple of weeks, I have this thought in my head and I'd like to, you know, ask both you, Matt and Stacy, sort of what your, your take is on it. I sit here as someone who talks about technology solutions, who has talked to customers endlessly over the last five years about different technology solutions and the digital transformation and why they needed all of these these wonderful things in order to move their business forward. And a pandemic hit and everyone kind of, not everyone, but a lot of companies and organizations found themselves in a little bit of a pickle because they hadn't really heeded the advice of many providers to sort of start transforming in order to get them through any sort of, you know, future pandemic, because that's what we're in, or just sort of future state of how to grow. And now I'm seeing an opportunity moving forward where we're looking to introduce things like you're saying, you know, maybe backup or managed services as the next wave that 
you know, of advice and solutions that we're looking for customers to take advantage of. You know, Matt, in your, I know you have a tremendous amount of experience in this world. What's your take on sort of the last decade where you've been talking to customers about, you know, we've got to do some cloud operations, we've got to do some backup, we've got to, you know, start your digital transformation. What has your experience been in sort of that push and pull of customers not wanting to sort of make that switch and then finding themselves in a real tough spot once, you know, a major disaster like a pandemic happens. Yeah. And it's, it's a great point, Penny. And it's something that we've seen. I think people have understood that there's always been that need to transform, right? Create efficiencies, be able to run your business more efficiently. So we've constantly communicated that. And what we've seen is we've seen, you know, a good portion of organizations that we work with work closely with us to help guide them through this journey of transformation. I will tell you, though, that since March, it's been a a completely different story, right? What you've seen is there's a a, a lot of fear out there. And that fear has caused people to, you know, look back at what they've done in the past and try to make changes for the future. So we've seen it absolutely accelerate the fact that they understand they need to transform. And this could be from complex things of you know, AI and machine learning to implementation of, you know, 5G for better networking and and whatnot. But it could be as simplistic as the migration of your on-premise exchange to to the cloud, right, to create more efficiencies. And that's what we're seeing today is with the pandemic hitting and the remote worker becoming more prevalent, it's they are absolutely doubling down on how they can empower their, their workforce to be more efficient right? It's tough times. And, you know, technology gives them the ability to to make change and become more efficient. So we're definitely seeing this accelerate at a very, very high rate. And working with partners, you know, like Connection has been great because they have that trust built oftentimes with these customers. And, you know, they bring us in and, and we work together to help them on this journey. Matt, you made a, a, an excellent point that there is a, a tremendous amount of fear in this current time, not necessarily fear in the traditional sense that we, when someone's talking about a pandemic, the fear that that brings up alone, but more of the the fear of how do we manage our workloads and how do we manage employees and end users and connectivity and all of this, this stuff. And I, I imagine there are a few people looking back and trying to sort of or maybe they're not. I am very, you know, I tend to look back and go, is there a moment that I could have really made a better decision to make my life easier now? And Stacy, I want to, you know, sort of ask you because you, uh, like I mentioned, have spent a significant amount of time really setting up you know, the cloud practice for Microsoft and engaging with what end users are going to need in order to make that part of their digital transformation without digging, you know, too much into the weeds of looking back and what we should have done. I think it's important to set sort of the foundation of, you know, when you were starting on that journey, Stacy, to bring cloud solutions to customers with Microsoft. What was some of the pushback to adoption that you had at the time that you sort of remember going, this is the biggest objection that we're getting today and we need to figure out a way to overcome it. Do you remember that far back? I don't think it was that long ago, but it seems like a million years. (laughs) It does. It does. I think, again, it goes back to fear, right? The, The customer didn't know what they didn't know. So I think they were just fearful of moving to the cloud. I mean, cost certainly was a concern. 
to a lot of customers, but in all, at the end of the day, moving to the cloud ends up saving them a great amount of money and they needed the help to get there. Right. And they didn't really know who to turn to. So, and that's where we come in as connection. You know, we have several, we'll take them from, you know, the very beginning through the very end. I mean, we've, we've got consulting services, we've got our Azure five-star and we really just dig in and take a look at the client's needs and then present to them, you know, exactly how we fit into the equation and become an extension of their team to help them get to the cloud and manage the cloud. Have both of you seen, like we just said, the past six months feels like about 18 months in some cases. (laughs) In all honesty, guys, I look back at March and I, I don't even, it feels like another decade. It's the strangest feeling as I'm sure you guys can relate. I don't know what day it is. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's my father-in-law is retired. And he watches my my daughter a couple of days, not him, my mother-in-law watches my daughter a couple of days a week. And he always would be like, oh, you know, what day is it? Is she coming tomorrow? Is, is it the next day? Is it? And I was like, God, it must be so nice to be retired where you just have no idea what day it is. Yeah. And then here we are. I'm not quite sure if it's Tuesday, Wednesday. Is it Monday? I, I don't, we're not quite sure. I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt, but I was just thinking too, you know, back to your question, you know, Again, I feel as though now with this pandemic, you know, so many things have happened, you know, IT staffs are being cut in half as well. So that that's something that's been a concern for our customers, you know, not having the expertise, right? Because they don't have on-site Azure experts mm-hmm. to guide them with that transition. So again, those are some of the, the main, the main concerns. That's an excellent point, Stacey, is the, not only the cutting of IT resources, but I think a new trend that we're starting to see is really the the skills gap that's in place in many IT departments. Like a lot of the, with the adoption of the cloud, with that infrastructure in place, some of the more traditional IT roles and expertise that existed aren't as relevant. They're not, Yes, <laughs> perfect. They're not as relevant as they were. And now you've got all this new wave of technology that, you know, our, the adoption rate is at lightning speed over the past six months or so. And now you've got a significant skills gap in being able to manage what it is that's keeping your company operational today. Is that what you're hearing? Not necessarily about the cutting of IT resources, but are you also seeing like, all right, we want to make this move, but we have no idea who or how we're actually going to manage these things once we put them in place. That's exactly it. You, you hit the nail on the head. That is exactly <laughs> it. So what are some of the, and I typically don't like to get too deep into solutioning this early on, but I think it's a, a, a really good opportunity to sort of dig into the details of what is entailed in managing a service or a solution. If if someone's looking to do, you know, an, an office, an O365 rollout, and they're looking to, you know, cascade that across and bring in uh, Veeam services, what sort of backend management does an organization need to have in place in order to effectively operate that sort of setup? We haven't built Azure managed services for Office 365 oh. quite yet. So we're we're Azure predominantly right now. We should go back to Matt too to fit in some Veeam. No, no, but I think this is good because what we've got is is 
Stacy, what we're trying to get to is obviously provide some teasers around the VBO, so the Veeam Backup for Office 365 managed service that you guys can provide. But I think it hits on the, the skill set piece where you guys can do the professional services, which range from, you know, the implementation, the deployment. But then, you know, if the customer wants a turnkey solution, you guys can provide that as well, right? A full managed service where the customer can pick up the phone at two o'clock in the morning and say, look, I need to restore this data. And you guys can provide that. And that's where we're getting to as an organization, you know, or in this partnership together. So I think it's a good point. Yep. And not necessarily needing to explain, Stacey, the, the full, you know, services portfolio of what we can offer. But if a customer was looking to do this on their own, what would the skills be that are, you know, what required skills need to be there? What sort of time, what sort of, how does that, shake up and shift and sort of really, you know, blow a hole in what an IT department is doing today in order to accomplish what they want to accomplish tomorrow. What sets Connection apart from a lot of the others, other partners, is that they're a VASP certified partner with Veeam. So they're a Veeam accredited service provider, which means that they've got the seal of approval, the stamp of approval saying, hey, they've taken all the necessary trainings. They've got representation within their organization that can deliver services at the level, you know, that's expected from Veeam, from Microsoft and, and, and whatnot too. So that is a designation that Connection has that, uh, you know, there's there's not a lot that have that level. So it, it goes to show their expertise within this field, in this area. No, that's, that's excellent. I think probably one of the greatest fear factors, because we've talked about fear a lot is, and I think both of you have alluded to it, it's knowing, being able to move in this direction, but feeling so strapped down by just not knowing enough. And I, I think that that's one of the fears that folks have in addition to resources and skills gap is that I hear all these wonderful things that, you know, organizations like Veeam and Microsoft and Connection are doing. And I'm, they're sharing all these wonderful outcomes that, you know, my competitors are having. But I feel like I just don't know enough about it. I don't know enough of the steps. I don't know where I would even start. Are you seeing just kind of that fear? I mean, everyone's kind of done ex- what they need to do to get by over the last six months. But are you seeing this sort of longer term fear of how do I successfully deploy and actually manage something to be a success case within my own right? Well, how to, you know, not only that, but having to do it in a fairly small time frame, right? They're under a time crunch and they've got to do it now. So Again, going back to not having the skill sets, not having the necessary resources to do so in such a short time frame. That's what's so great about the partnership is, is what we've done is we've come together, the three organizations, Microsoft, Veeam, and Connection, and really have built a roadmap, right? We talked about the journey for on the transformation journey at the beginning, but we've created a roadmap that is going to make it easy for the customer on this journey. You know, we're speaking specifically to data protection. But if you look across transformation, the core of it is data. Every mm-hmm. single thing related to, to you know digital transformation is data related. And that's really where Connection and Veeam and Microsoft shine, right? To be able to protect that data, give you control of the data, and then be able to restore it if there's some kind of security threat or you know uh, something of that nature. 
Security is such a, it feels like it's sometimes a buzzword, but I think it with obviously, I think that of course was one of the, the biggest hesitancies of moving to the cloud, you know, 10 years ago when it came up was you, I'm sorry, you want me to put all of my company data where? And I think that that's definitely been a challenge that has many companies are getting over because they're seeing sort of the tried and one, the tried and true security practices, but two, everyone is sort of moving their, their data. Everyone has their data somewhere and it's a matter of where you're putting it and what its protections are. So I know that Microsoft and Veeam very huge on security. Give me a, you know, a little bit of an overview of what separates, you know, what would make a customer trust you guys with your data over somebody else? Yeah, I would say, and it's a great point. And security was one of the things I was going to say at the beginning there too, a cost as Stacy stated, but from a security perspective, I think we've gotten past, you know, like you said, 10 years ago, that was the single, you know, uh, hindrance for people to, to move to the cloud. And what we've talked about and what Stacy and I've talked about is, you know, during this roadmap, it's, how do we show them to take, you know, some easy first workloads to the cloud, right? Where it could be simple backups of certain applications that aren't mission critical and give them the ability to test it, right? Get comfortable and then start exploring migrating other workloads. Obviously, as we've talked, the pandemic has fast forwarded that. People are moving a lot more, but, you know, the security piece, I think we've gotten that down pretty well. We did, it was interesting, Veeam did an internal survey on kind of the six reasons from a security standpoint, you know, as you look at how the remote worker, I mean, that's the new normal is the remote worker. And with mm-hmm. that remote worker, you know, there's an increased risk, security risk across the board. They're on more mobile devices. They're logging in via public Wi-Fi in cases. You know, there's a, a number of different reasons. And we worked with IDC you know, who's an industry analyst organization and, you know, great paper of kind of the six reasons why you need to protect your data, especially when it's in Office 365, which we all know remote workers are using more and more. It's absolutely mm-hmm. exploded since since March. Um, I am definitely trying to adopt. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> I am, a lot of people it's are. Taking, it's taking, I can't, said, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, it's, I always say like, I talk about technology a lot. I know a fair amount about it, but when it comes to adopting it myself, man, do I sympathize <laughs> with people who are slow to adopt new technology? <laughs> right. But it's a good point. I think what they see with us is that, you know, we do a very, very good job of communicating the benefits of, look, you need to have a backup of your data, right? And we all the time preach the three, two, one rule, which is three copies of your data, two types of different, you know, two types of storage devices and and one in the cloud, just to reinforce that, you know, that digital transformation process. But what we're seeing, and we saw with our internal survey was, you know, number one, accidental deletion, which we've all done, right? Mm -hmm. Accidental deletion of emails, things like that. But there's also, you know, that's more of an internal threat where you have, which we hear every day, external security threats of ransomware, rogue apps, different things like that. And I think what we've done a really good job of is showing our customers that, yes, we do a good job of backing up their data. But what's even more important is getting that data back and getting it back in a timely manner, you know, Mm -hmm. and going back to the vast accreditation that that connection has, they can do it best. 
they've been, you know, validated through Veeam to be able to not only deploy, but also to manage backups and then restore those backups for the customer as well. So they, you know, have gone above and beyond the competition to do just that. That's excellent. You know, when we talk about the the partnership and the ability to have the, Stacey, you mentioned it earlier, having the resources and Matt, you mentioned the knowledge. We look back at sort of, as I said in the opener, this past decade of cloud adoption and the challenge to convince that customers that the right move was a digital transformation in whatever form it might be specifically around the cloud. And when we look at what's next, I think we've all said it a a few times, it's having the right resources to actually put a solution in place, put an environment in place. I love the three, two, one rule, by the way. If you guys haven't written something about that, you should, because I think it's really great. But you know, we talk about managed services a lot. It's I, it's one of my favorite topics. It's part of what I do here at Connection as well. And I almost feel like we're seeing we're going to see history repeat itself a little bit. Of you know, we were barking up the digital transformation tree. You know, upgrade your devices, upgrade your network, move to the cloud. Da 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 da. And is the next wave going to be? have someone else manage these things for you? And if so, how do you think we avoid sort of that message falling on deaf ears again? You know, where it's going to take another pandemic for folks to go, oh, I really should have, you know, taken them up on that, you know, managed service, managed services offer to see what it could do for me because now I'm in another pickle. What's coming from managed services from your point of view, Matt and Stacy, in terms of, how prevalent is it going to be across, you know, the cloud in general, but also as a way of doing business moving forward? How important and how much weight do organizations need to be putting on that now in order to be prepared for the future? Yeah, I would say that, you know, what we've seen with the kind of this new normal we've talked about is the sense of urgency to outsource where you're not an expert has increased drastically, right? And You know, what we're seeing is the need for managed services is there. I think that organizations like Connection can communicate that even better because they've got the relationships with customers that already trust them, right? And they can position it as, you know, you don't have to be the expert. You can rely on Connection. And they work with a number of different ISVs like Veeam, like Microsoft, to give them that, you know, that level of expertise at a reduced cost. You know, instead of having all these experts internally, you can work with connection and be able to have the service that you need, right, without the capital expenditures that that come with you providing yourself. And then the people expertise, right, that connection has as well. So it's a good partnership for sure. And, I, you know, like I said, there's definitely a sense of urgency with with the things that we've seen recently. Yeah, I agree with what Matt said wholeheartedly, you know, connection, we have the partnerships again with Veeam and Microsoft. We have a vast amount of experts here at Connection to take the customer through that entire journey and as well as helping them not only to onboard them, but to to manage manage their entire infrastructure. So how does we've covered the why, how does someone get started with your team? What are the things that they need to come to the table with? What can they expect from the engagement to see? 
if a moving to a managed services model for their cloud, for their Microsoft and, and Veeam services, what does that look like with you and your team, Stacey? Sure. So everything is going to go through their account man- manager. We have three managed services offerings on the table that are, uh, and again, the There's no contract. It's month to month. And there are three flavors. Uh, We don't have to go through them in this venue, but they would contact their account manager in which then there is a survey that the customer would then just answer simple 12 questions. And that gets submitted to our Azure cloud team for review. And then at that point, we engage the managed service practice to review that information as well. And then we just get on with the customer to schedule technical pre-assessment with the client just to, you know, go through their environment. And at that point, we create just an estimate, if you will, effort and estimate document that the customer will review with the team. And at that point, we just go ahead and get them onboarded to the managed services. And at that point, they're assigned a technical account manager. And they will be in contact with them upon any events that occur within the environment. We're going to be doing monthly health checks with the customer, you know, just overall monitoring of the environment from a security perspective, and then making sure that they're getting the best bang for their buck, as well as, you know, cost optimization, which is important, making sure they're utilizing resources appropriately and then making changes as needed to help them with those costs. Now, cost is always, that's always that wonderful four-letter word that customers love. You know, when I think about moving to any sort of managed services model, it always, you know, when you look up front, you're like, oh God, you know, I'm going to pay X amount of dollars and I've got people in my, you know, in my bullpen that I could train, I could do this. When would you say, and this doesn't need to be an exact science, because I think it's one of those lingering questions that are out there. When do customers typically start to realize the cost benefit of using managed services? Like, is there a an upfront time where you say, okay, for the first 30 to 60 to 90 days is really like a regulation period. We see, you know, what you're doing with your data, what needs to be in place for backup, this, that. And, you know, after that, we can start doing some optimization where you might be able to save or where you need to invest more. Is that sort of engagement happen? Is that part of this? Is that something that that customers see and realize? It absolutely is a part of it. And it's typically within, you know, the first, 90 days that they're onboarded, you know, we were able to actually save one of our customers about 556% less than what they were paying previously. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So big, big savings, big savings there. And so is that just in a, is that a true cost sense or does that also include things like, you know, your uptime is increased or or downtime decreased, however you want to put it. And and that downtime could account for X amount of dollars. Are things like that, you know, part of sort of that cost analysis or are you just looking at dollars it and cents? Is. It is. It is part of that cost analysis. It's not available with the, again, because we have a good, better, best model uh, that we've created for managed services uh, subscriptions. And those are available in our business packages and our enterprise packages. 
Excellent. And my sort of, this is, I, I get like customer, I put my customer hat on and there's always like certain questions I would ask at, you know, the tail end of the conversation. Yeah. But the next one is sort of what visibility does a customer maintain with this environment? Because I know that that's also one of the the blockades is I don't want to just, even though I want a turnkey solution, I don't yeah. want to lose visibility into what is happening and feel like I've lost control. So what are they able to see and control while they use the managed services that Connection and Microsoft and Veeam are offering them? It's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, when we embarked on this managed services endeavor, that was a huge concern to our clients initially. So we do allow them access there. You know, they have the option to have fully, fully managed by connection, but we can also grant them full access as well and visibility. It's really, it's really up to them. There are a lot of customers that, that do want to maintain control and that level of visibility. So we do offer that as well as a part of this. Excellent. And Matt, anything to add to what Stacy had or, you know, expand on it? Yeah, I would say that uh, based on the, the level of expertise of the customer, just like Stacy said, I mean, good, better, best, you know, they've got something that will fit the needs of the customer. And if the customer wants to do their own resource of, you know, they have the ability to do that based off of what connection is going to provide to them. So it is, you know, as I say, said from the beginning, it's, it's really the perfect partnership between our three organizations. It's, we're extremely customer focused, right? We've got the the level of expertise from a technology perspective as well as a service perspective to make this very, very easy for the customer as they, you know, move down this this journey with us. So it's it's good. Excellent. Well, both of you have been a wealth of knowledge around the partnership between Microsoft and Veeam. And of course, Connection being a key player in that. If you are out there and you're listening and you are like we've talked about, one of those folks who maybe has taken a little bit longer to move into an adoption phase and you're finding yourself wanting to know how to manage all of these things and know the in and outs of security and integration. We clearly have an awesome team here that can help you from an evaluation to an implementation process. So I would encourage you to reach out to your connection account manager and find out how we can engage with you, go through that process that Stacy shared with us and get you on the other side of your digital transformation using managed services. You can also visit us at www.connection.com. And if you do a forward slash brand forward slash Veeam, you can learn more details about the managed services that Microsoft and Veeam offer. And on whatever platform you are listening to us on today, please be sure to like, share and follow so you can get the newest episodes delivered to whatever your device as soon as they are released. Stacy and Matt, thank you so much for joining me for your inaugural podcast. I hope you both come back in join us as you see the managed services practice uh, grow within your partners. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, Penny. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.